Show will. A good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to the voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. Yeah, man. Real grateful for that. You know, it's funny, man. I remember when I um first started out in radio, a lot of my peers laughed at me. It was um, you know, some of it was being mean spirited, some of it was just, you know, mocking me. But I'm I'm used to stuff like that, but um, I uh, had as a special guest on my show, uh, Joel Osteen, on my talk show. And you know something, man? He he said something that was, I can't remember the scripture. I don't know exactly how it went. Like, we were having a long conversation. But the gist of it was, don't be upset with where you are now. And don't be upset with the small things in your life. Be grateful for the small things and the small position that you have right now. Because you don't know where that's going. You don't know what that's going to be one day. You don't know what that's going to lead to. And that was very uh, warming to hear him say that. But it also reminded me of when I started in radio, how small it was. It reminded me of when I started in stand-up making $25 a show. It reminded me of the cars I used to drive and the cars I didn't have. It reminds me of not having a home at a period in my life and what God has allowed me to live in now. So don't be distraught over your position now and don't be ungrateful or unappreciative for the things you have now because you don't know what that's going to grow into. And that's really the gist of what he got that I, that I got from what he was saying. I just wanted to share that with you that where you are now is so temporary because now, like I've said before, 
now is a fleeting moment. As soon as you say now, right after you finish saying now, that moment that you claimed as now, that's gone. So the where you are now is a very fleeting process. Now, you can change where you are now, and you can change how you feel about where you're at now, and you can change about where you're going by simply changing your mind. It is no different. I'm telling you, folks, the thing that I've learned about successful people is not so much of what they do. It's not what they have. It's not how I see them functioning. The biggest thing I've learned about successful people is how they think. That's the thing that's different. It's how they think. And I'm telling you that you can change the way you think on any subject and start becoming successful towards that starting now. And that, you have to understand that, man. The biggest difference I've noticed between successful people and non-successful people is how they think. I was uh, reading what this guy said that he was taught all wrong about money. He said that his father was very negative about money. He, all throughout his life, he heard his father say, you know, people who got money have walked on somebody to get it or cheated somebody to get it. People who have money, money is the root of all evil. Money is, money is this, and people who got money you know, don't deserve it. They've done something wrong to get it, yada, yada. So he said he grew up the whole time thinking that having money was something was wrong with that. He discovered that it wasn't, you know. Now, look, you can choose to be successful any way you want to. I've chosen several ways to be successful. I want to be a very, very successful father. I think that's one of the things that's paramount in my life that I really am working hard right now to become a successful father. Not a successful father in terms of money, but a successful father in terms of offering the amount of love and guidance and leadership and the example that my children need to look at. That's what I'm really, really working hard at now. I want to be successful as a father, but also I want to be successful as a husband. You know, I want Marjorie to always know that she can count on me, that to not have to wonder about me or look for me. You know, I, I want her to feel secure in the fact that I, I really have gotten it right, that I really am focused on being a good husband to her because it means so much to me. Having gone through everything I've gone through and then having God to have at this stage of my life given me such a wonderful gift, I, I want do want to show her how much I appreciate it. Uh, you know, so I'm working hard on a lot of levels. I'm working hard and trying very strong to be a, a, a successful motivator of people. I want to be a sharer of information to people that will uplift others and give others the same things that I've learned through the trials and tribulations of my life, but at the same time share that information and use the power of this microphone to uplift people, you know, not to destroy. My show is not about, oh, guess what so-and-so said, guess what so-and-so did. I, I, I don't like mean-spirited things about people, you know. I joke with people who call in, that's another thing. But I don't like destroying people with the power of the microphone. So I'm working very hard on being successful in a lot of areas of my life. Now, also, I do care about being financially successful, too, because my father, the one, one of the gifts he gave me was very simple gift. He told me a long time ago, he said, son, the best thing you can do for poor people is not be one of them. 
And that stuck with me. And this was a hardworking man who was a coal miner who worked construction his entire life. My father didn't have an easy life, man. My father didn't sit behind a microphone. My father didn't come to work and people cheered for him. My father wasn't famous. My father was just a go-get-it dude. Now, he instilled that in me, and I've taken that and applied it to my craft, and I thank God for him for that. But I do try to be financially successful so that I can do some things with it to help some other people. Now, am I um, opposed to having nice things? No. Do I apologize for having nice things? No. And why should I? I work. I work. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not on the radio asking to give me money, you know, so I can go buy a car. I'm I'm working, so I, I don't feel how you want to feel, and other people do feel that way about it. But if success in terms of finance is what you're lacking, you can go about the business of doing that. I'm I'm writing a book, and that whole book is about teaching people how to become successful. And, man, I'm breaking it down in a way where everybody can get it, man, because I want the college student to get it. You know, I want I want the, the, the working mom to get it, the single mom to get it, the, 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 uh, the hardworking father that's been trying to hold his family together can get it, the father that ain't ever got it together and feel that because of that reason he can't be the father he needs to be. I'm writing something, man, to put it into words to let you know that God is a forgiving God. And that God is a merciful God. And that God can get you out of any situation you find yourself in. You just can't beat yourself up every time you make a mistake. I make mistakes all the time, man. I just got to remind myself to get up. I ask God for forgiveness. I call on his mercy and his grace. And I get up and I go again. But it's coming, man. And if financial success is what you want, you got to change your mind. You got to start thinking about how to produce it. You got well, you gotta just this is not what you do first. The first thing you do is you gotta ask. You gotta ask, ask to have a life and have a life more abundantly. That's a scripture. That he comes to you to give you life and to give you life more abundantly. That's a scripture. That ain't a joke. That ain't a theory. That's a fact. And the fact that if you don't have a life of abundance, you can get that by asking. Now, follow the rest of it, but it starts by asking. Then it starts by believing. And the how-to, don't even worry about that. He takes care of that himself. He'll send the stuff your way. But you got to be willing to put some effort in this thing now, and you can do it. Okay, I know I was a little uh, around the place today, but that's what it was. So, you know, let's go get it. All right? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me have your undivided attention, please. Steve Harvey Morning Show is in full effect. Know that. No doubt. Shirley Strawberry. Steve Harvey. Good Call morning. Carla Singing Steve Harvey was happening. Pimping <laughs> A. Junior. Ooh, morning up. <laughs> <laughs> J. Anthony Brown. What's going on, dog? It's Friday, baby. Yeah, Your nephew's off today. Yeah. No, he ain't off. He ain't coming. He's off. He ain't off. He can't get up because he worked last night. Let's stop this. 
Oh, is that what <laughs> he's not off. He's not off because he worked last night. Mm. Where is he at? West Palm Beach? Where is he? At? Arlington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Arlington. So now he wore his little ass out. <laughs> so now he can't get him come to work. Uh-uh. Well, you know. He let his other job inspect this job. Mm. I see what you're saying. Mm. That's mm. right, Team Tommy. Oh, oh no, no, I didn't mean to say it like that. <laughs> well, oh, no, you yeah, can't take it mentioned. back now. <laughs> see, one of us had said that. It's <laughs> a <laughs> vice president. Oh, I'm going to tell it. <laughs> See that you do, and I'll back you up. Because you know what? I can't wait to give Tommy Tommy some news. Because Tommy loves, when I tell you loves, Mm -hmm. loves Mm -hmm. to give me bad news. What do you mean? Why is that? Come on. Don't nobody bring me no bad bad news. Man, Tommy can't wait to bring me no bad news. Don't bring me. Boy, they're doing your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mean that? He takes pleasure in it. Dog, let me tell you something. That ain't it. It's every time. Uh-huh. Man, you see this about you? Okay, I see what you're saying. Uh-huh. Like, and you know saying. what? When that happens, I don't, I don't even like mentioning that kind of no, stuff. No, I never oh, mention uh-uh. it. Uh-uh. I hate that stuff. Yeah. I don't even bring it to you. No, you can't stand that. But um, there is something good on the gram that we could talk about, Steve. <laughs> that was what? That was posted. Uh, him. With a choir, a group of young ladies singing on your show. They were singing That's the Way of the World, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, you talking about the Compton kids? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Boy, them girls came to the show was over. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And Shirley, you know Fred Martin because you introduced me to Oh, of course, him. yes. He was playing the piano. Uh-huh. He said, Steve, we got something special for you. I said, what? He played four bars. And I went, what? <laughs> <laughs> you already knew. Then my girl starts singing. Uh-huh. Boy. <laughs> you grab that mic. This for me. <laughs> <laughs> you see it. <laughs> Jay, did you see it? Uh, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, we yeah. saw it. Oh, you like, have yeah, to look it up if you missed yeah, it. I saw no. it. It's on Steve Harvey. Steve FM. Harvey, yeah. I am yeah. Steve But you Harvey slid TV. in there as if <laughs> yeah, you belong. You I know. He was singing from the heart, Junior. But can I just I'm say this? Eyes closed, he wasn't everything. hitting a key. Not <laughs> but a he sounded yes, okay, he though. I thought yes, he sounded he pretty good, Jay. I really did. I don't now think we he murdered it. Steve. Yeah. Like, well, he yeah, didn't murder he it. Okay, yeah, right. he didn't murder it like like you like murder me. him, but no, but he you did your thing, Steve. I was impressed. Yes, I yeah. yeah. Okay, now about Jay, I was singing for my soul. <laughs> yes, yeah. you were. All right, listen, coming up at about 32 after the hour, we're going to talk about a lawsuit. Steve, wait till you hear this. Over a South African preacher who did a fake resurrection. What you got to see the video. Oh, my God. What the? Yeah, what? Fake yeah. resur- r- resurrection. We'll How talk can about he do it. one and make us think it's real? We'll, we'll talk <laughs> about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, uh, a viral stunt by a South African preacher may lead to several lawsuits after the self-declared prophet claimed to have resurrected a man at his church in Johannesburg. A group of funeral directors have said that they plan to sue Pastor Alf Lukau for a spectacle he put on in which he appears to convince churchgoers that he brought a man back from the dead. In a now viral video, this video has gone viral, he can be heard shouting, rise up to a man in a coffin. The man then sits upright as onlookers cheer. The funeral directors, as well as other concerned parties, say the pastor staged the resurrection to manipulate South Africans into donating to the church. 
Did you see that video? <laughs> I saw yeah, it. I saw it. Hell yeah, I saw it. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> let me explain this part to you. Okay, come on. If you had a black funeral, <laughs> thank you. And the body raised up, uh-huh. <laughs> right. The clearing out process <laughs> is going to produce several dead people yes. right there. Yes. <laughs> Immediately. It's going to be so many people getting trampled. <laughs> we don't sit around and somebody raise up from the dead and we go, Jesus. No. No, we break. Uh, no, man, we what? Yeah. <laughs> we immediately blame it on voodoo. It is not what we do. <laughs> right. Who? Who voodoo? We're not standing around looking. No. Oh, no. 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 We don't do that. And I watched the video. You've got to watch the video because uh-huh. the dude that they raise up from the dead uh-huh. mm. is not the right expression when you've been dead for a while. <laughs> what you mean? What was his expression? Let me see. Look at his expression. In light of the controversy, Alleluia Ministries was quoted by local news as saying that it didn't actually raise the man from the dead. (laughs) Really? We know that. And that he was already alive when he arrived. Of course. Right. Who didn't know that? He wasn't dead. (laughs) Right. He wasn't dead in the first place. He was laying there. His chest was going up and down. With his mouth wide open. Wait, what, Junior? His what? chest was going him down. As I watched him, I, I saw him breathing. <laughs> bad acting. His, his eyes was bad. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have to think of other ways to get the people In to fact, donate. he was winking at the preacher. I can't hold my breath in it. Yeah. Hurry, up. <laughs> Hurry up. Hurry up. Do what you do. <laughs> I saw him scratch his pants leg. <laughs> Sit still. Hold. Come on, man. You can't even possibly think. Uh-uh. Yeah. That's somebody. I dog. It's not. No. It's not. You're you're not him. Well, he's no. got Jesus and the, the Lord, one yeah. man that could bring mm-hmm. somebody back from the dead. He did it twice. Come on, Lazarus. Mm-hmm. He bought Lazarus and himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, other than that, now. <laughs> yeah. so I don't know who you are in 2019 <laughs> with a suit on. Yeah. And a hairline. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't bring that back. They needed the, the church <laughs> needed donations. Hey, let me tell you something. His hairline was too far back in his head. If you was gonna bring something back, bring that he brought that line and forward a little bit. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, you're Since you do a mirror, back. yeah. All right. In uh, in other news, we're gonna switch gears here. This one's for you, Jace. Uh, Senator Cory Bookie of New Jersey introduced a bill on Thursday to legalize marijuana nationwide. Yes. This, this is as he mounts That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is as he mounts about his, damn time. his 2020 what? presidential campaign. Let's get it done. Uh, co-sponsors include fellow 2020 Democratic uh, candidates, um, Senator Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Hell Kamala yeah. Harris, Kirsten Gillibrand. What? Uh, the bill comes as increasing numbers of states are legalizing marijuana on the local level and public opinion has shifted in favor of legalization. Remember, cannabis mm. is still illegal on the federal level, okay? This is so good. So, this is better than raising the minimum wage. I'm telling you. How <laughs> is it now? Hell yeah. I don't think people will agree. Uh, sure, everybody will agree this. with you this on that This is better one. than the minimum wage because I have a business, and I can tell you right now, Everybody that work for you ain't worth fifteen damn dollars. But <laughs> this hour. right here, <laughs> everybody ain't worth fifteen. This right here make everybody happy. Ooh. Everywhere, 
The bill would uh, remove it from the federal list of controlled substances while also providing financial incentive, incentives to states to loosen their marijuana laws. Well, you're going to have to let Thank a lot Jesus. of people out of jail. Yeah, you know, and that's what they're that's saying. What they said, that's what too. they're saying as well. Seriously, man. Mm-hmm. You, you should yeah. let a lot of people out of yeah. jail for marijuana. Yep. Be honest with you. Expunging really federal crimes and allowing offenders to petition courts for shorter sentences. So it's actually, you know, that part it's especially. Line, huh? Yeah. That's and good. Jay, you're all for it, huh? Man, I'm tired of squeezing joints through my butt just to get through the airport. Oh, my, oh my God. I'm so sick of that. Just for anybody working in. <laughs> you do what? No, no. In my butt. No, just no. cheeks is tight. Just <laughs> any TSA agent that listens to this. Fly all the way from know. LA. Oh, from, Atlanta, from LA to Atlanta till I get to my room. Man. <laughs> you make it through security like that, Jay? If you, if you tighten up them butt cheeks, you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where did you get him from, Steve? Jay Anthony. He's he's not my friend. (laughs) You're through with him. You're finished. A lot of times. (laughs) We friends to the end. (laughs) Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey. I'm sure he'll get a few extra votes. That is a great law. Yeah. That is a great law. he's able to get that bill passed through. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. And everybody else is on board, too. Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Kamala Mm -hmm. Harris. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. There you go. Thank you. It's about time. It's about time. <laughs> it's long overdue. Because <laughs> of that flight, Jay. Because that flight. <laughs> Sir, why are you sitting up so straight? I'm all right. I'm good. <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> I'm good. How soon after coast? you you get off the plane, though, do you get any kind of relief? Uh-huh. <laughs> It's wrapped in cellophane and it starts, uh, it's a whole, de- ooh. Okay, ooh. never mind. Okay, okay. okay thank you. Uh, coming up next, the nephew is out today, but we have run that prank back. Uh, Junior will be in for the nephew. <laughs> I got you. When we come back right after this, I know you do, Junior. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Kylie Jenner's best friend Jordan Woods admits that she wasn't drunk during her hookup with Chloe's baby daddy, Tristan Thompson, and we'll tell you about our Sand and Soul Festival extension. Uh, It's only a little time left, so hurry, hurry, hurry. But right now, Junior is in for the nephew with Run That Prank Back. Huh? Cough control. (laughs) Huh? (laughs) Run it. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Carla, please. Yeah, speaking. Hi, Carla. It's Herschel James over in Human Resources. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing today? Not bad. Uh, what is this okay. call about? I'm sorry? What is this call about? Well, I got a, a complaint that's been sent to us that we want to try to address and see if we can handle this in a in an orderly fashion. You've been over in the uh, client services department for, what, last three, four years now? Almost five years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting some complaints, Carla, about um, you. I, I don't know if you're sick. But you're you seem to be coughing quite a bit, and there's people on that floor that are starting to uh, complain about it. Is, is, do we need to like give you some time off? Tell me what's what? going on with you. Oh no 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 no! There must be a mistake. I mean, I had a cold for a couple of days. That's okay. it. Yeah, I, I right. can't I can't imagine. Have, have, have you had a uh, extensive cough that's been going on longer than a week or two? Have you been coughing a lot? 
I don't, I don't, I don't count when I, how many times I cough. I'm, you know, I, I still, I don't, I don't really understand. There were well, let me, let me, let me, let me tell you what we're going to do. Cause I, you know, you've been with us a long time and, and we understand that, you know, the weather has been bananas and uh, we, you know, we want to make sure that everybody's accommodated. Now we, what we've come up with just to try to um, accommodate everybody we're going to move you right now. I know you're on the fourth floor, so we're going to move you to the seventh floor yeah. in the next in the next couple of weeks. Where and you know, there's that's kind of where um, it's kind of like a uh, an area where there's more coughing people up oh, there. Oh no! We're gonna oh, move no. You. oh no! Oh no! Oh no! No, no, that that won't be necessary. I'm I'm feeling much better. I've been at the same spot the entire time I've been with the company. I don't need to be moved to the seventh floor. I don't need to be moved. For any health reasons, I'm doing fine. I'm good. You don't have to worry about well, hold, hold, that. Hang on, hang on. Let's slow down a minute, Carla. Um, I, and I, I understand where you're coming from. I, I know what you don't want to be moved because you've been there and you're probably comfortable where you are. But um, they're asking that you wear one of the, uh, you know, surgical masks for two weeks until we get you up to the uh, to the next. No, floor. wait. You got you. You guys can't just move me. How, how are you gonna How are you gonna just move me without asking? Well, you're coughing out of control. You know, you got. Well, listen to me. You got. You know, there's people, and I'm sure they're probably complaining about me. Who? Well, it must be the people that are actually right around you. I'm. I'm hearing she's spreading germs. They think you have the flu. Some people are saying it's disgusting. You keep coughing and coughing. Even if it was the flu, which it was not, that doesn't last for months. Like I'm good. I'm all set. I had a little cold. But not enough to be okay. moving me. Okay. Well, let me tell you what it's doing. It's it's creating a, a, a real hostile environment is what it's doing. Hostile environment. No, no one said anything except maybe a God bless you once when I sneeze. I don't understand why anyone would take this human resources. And you I, said, I, you, said I you guys want me to wear a mask? You got, we're gonna need well, as, as of tomorrow, starting tomorrow. Tomorrow, have surgery, we'll, it'll be. We'll have that at your cubicle tomorrow. No, okay? no, no. That's not. You guys, you guys can't just have me wearing a, a mask the night before. It, I've never seen it's anyone a, it's wear a, it's a, it's a It's a, it's a surgical mask. You wear that for sick. two weeks until I until I can get you upstairs to where that's the coughing floor. We'll have you up there where people that's are coughing and nobody's gonna be complaining about you. That doesn't sound very hygienic to me. You're gonna put well, it's not, it's, but it's not hygienic of what's going on on your floor. No, you're coughing, no, and the people are complaining. Right now. Let me tell you something right now. I'm gonna uh, appeal this decision. I'm not going to no seventh floor. I'm not wearing a mask. I feel good. If you guys want some health records, I can provide that for you. But y'all ain't gonna have me moving and acting and looking crazy just because somebody said they don't like that I cough. We all cough in the winter. Okay, Carla. Let, let, let's 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 slow down. Okay. I want to try you to help are, you as much as you I, I want to help. You want me to slow down, but you're the one talking about moving me, making me wear a mask on in the in the morning. Like that's not right. None of that's right. Okay, Carla. If you can't put the mask on tomorrow, I'm going to have to ask you to not come in tomorrow. Now that decision is up to you. No, that decision's not up to me because I want to appeal the decision. So you. Who else can I talk to? Because this this is this conversation is not. This isn't. We'll it, have this, this meeting next crazy. week. I will let you know when it is. But you can't come in until we have the meeting at this point. No. Okay? Oh, so am I going to get paid days off? You're not getting paid days off. You you can come. No, out. You don't I, want to I, wear I the can't surgical. talk to you anymore. You're you not have talking to wear the sense. surgical mask. You're not darling. making any sense. I can't talk to you. All right, you're gonna piss me off. This is not right. None of this. Shit. 
sounds legal right now. I need to talk to somebody else because I can't right now. Do you want to wear the surgical? Will no, you wear I'm not the surgical, surgical tomorrow. Mask. That is the I'm way I can allow you to work tomorrow. No, I'm not wearing the mask. Stop talking to me about a mask. I'm not sick. What I'll do tomorrow is I'm going to go talk to the employer and my doctor and give y'all give y'all something else to think about. Okay. Well, here's what we'll do. I will schedule you a, a meeting at 11 o'clock. It looks like we have something available of Wednesday of next week. No, 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 no problem. Listen, you keep your damn meeting. You The meeting we'll have is with the lawyer because I'm sure this is civil rights, a violation of something. You can't do this. Okay. Would you like our lawyer to call your lawyer? I, I'm, I'm getting off the phone with you. I need to go get some legal advice. I, I can't be doing this with you right now. Okay, well, before you go, before you go, now, you, would you like to know who's complaining about you? Yeah, a matter of fact, I would like to know. Oh, I want to know exactly who the is complaining about me. Okay. Tommy is the one that's saying that you're coughing who? all over the place. You don't put your hand over who? your mouth. I, I, you, I can't hear you. Who do you say? Tommy. There's no Tommy on my floor. I, you have the wrong person. Like No, I don't. That's not Tommy, me. There's no Tommy, Tommy on my floor. Is, no Tommy ever complained about you. Tommy is a 100% that it's you. That doesn't make any sense because there is no Tommy on my floor. I don't even know a Tommy. Do you know a nephew, Tommy, from Steve Harvey Morning Show? Do you know him? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Carla, you just got pranked by your co-worker, DeVito, baby. Oh DeVito. <laughs> oh, my God. I was sitting here having hot flashes, stressed out, about to fry and looking on the Internet for a lawyer. <laughs> oh. hey, you got to tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Listen, it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show, that's for sure. Huh? You nailed it, man. Huh? <laughs> All right, we'll be back to talk about Jordan Woods and the Sand and Soul Festival going down in the Dominican Republic. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, please remind the people about the Sand and Soul Festival and the deadline, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Nation, this is good. Today is the last day. And I'm reminding you that today is the last day for the $99 special down payment. Mm-hmm. All you got to do, y'all, is put $90, $99 down on your down payment for your trip. We had such a blast last year in Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic. I've extended the $99 special to midnight tonight. You can put your $99 down to secure your room, secure your all-expense-paid trip, Secure your all-inclusive meals, all-inclusive drinks, all-inclusive room service. Woo! Wow, yes. man, the room service. I forgot about Can't that. Everything, baby. Credit. Not with the stick. 700 pools. Yeah. 952 bars. Yes. Oh, Come yeah. on. Who would want to go up. there? Free liquor. Yes. All weekend. Free beer. All weekend. Yes. You can't hold that much liquor. Free room We're service. We gonna try, though. Yeah. October 10th shot. through the You know 14th. what, man? I didn't see nobody just nobody drunk. Oh, no. Nah. No. Nah. Oh. Mm. 
Man, it was a great group of people. That it night. really it was. was. Fun, we man. have some great listeners. We just do. The events. I was mean, good. they just yeah. wanted to kick they it and yeah. have a so good time. Cool. Yeah. October tenth through the fourteenth, y'all. That's right. Come on and yes. join us, ladies. Was it a great time? We had so yes. much fun, Steve. We can't stop talking about it. We had a great time. I hope everybody uh, gets in on this ninety-nine dollar special, though. They have until midnight tonight. So they now, need fellas, to let me now. tell you this. Don't mm-hmm. sleep on this special. A Come lot on, of Steve. girls Whoa. trips get made on yeah. this trip. Uh-huh. That's girls. right. Mm-hmm. Fellas, yes. gambling, cigars, we doing that. golf, mm-hmm. and, and girls trips. <laughs> yeah. That's all I need to tell you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just go where they go. Yeah. You can bring <laughs> sand to the beach, but if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for real, dog, if that was like, if it was six Guy groups mm-hmm. of four, mm-hmm. just dudes coming on a trip. Mm-hmm. We got something for you. Oh, oh man. yeah! I'm just throwing yeah. that out there, fellas. Yeah. Yeah. And the people were nice looking. They were attractive and man. Sexy I saw looking. some pictures. I was going. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I damn near had to catch myself. I just, you ain't out there no more. <laughs> yeah. Reel it in, you play. Had to pull reel it back, in. Huh? Seriously, hey Steve, you ain't out there no more. What you? What? Hey. <laughs> Focus, focus, heaven, heaven. That's what you're trying to get to. What the hell is your neck twisting? You ain't. I'd like to give a special shout out to Miss Linda and Miss Carol. Please come back this year. Mm, All right. Mm. right. You got specific with your shout out. Well, they know who they are. Yeah. And I'd like to apologize to Miss Inez. This year I'll make it. I'll try to make it. Yeah, you guys got to come because they do ask about you and Tommy. They do. I'm coming to share. Right. Jay, I'm, yeah. Tell him about I'm the special. Midnight. Jay might come, come. He said he was coming. No. You can't you know go back Jay now. Jay said he's going somewhere. He ain't coming. Yeah, this is true. What <laughs> the hell are y'all talking whoa, about whoa, that for? Are you saying that I would say I'm going to be somewhere and don't show up? Boy. Yes! Consistently? Yes! Boy. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> If you don't be quiet. <laughs> anyway, the $99 special has been extended until midnight tonight, Steve. You can put your $99 down, like you said, secure your room. Uh, it's an all-expense-paid trip to Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, October 10th through the 14th. We don't want you to miss this trip, people. It's too much fun. Uh, please join us, okay? Go to steveharveysandandsoul.com to reserve your spot right now, okay? Yes. All right. Now, in other news, and Jay will be there, in other news, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kylie Jenner's best friend, Jordan Woods, she's Ain't been in the news. Friend. Yeah, she's been in the news a lot lately. She says she knew exactly what she was doing when she hooked up with Tristan Thompson. All right? What? Yeah. Today on Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Table Talk, Jordan reportedly really? admitted that she wasn't drunk and she was completely lucid when she kissed Tristan. All right? Jordan apologized. She didn't make any excuses for what she did. Earlier this week, she reportedly told friends that she was blackout drunk uh, when she got, you know, real cozy and, you know, all touchy-feely mm-hmm. and stuff with Tristan. But that's not the case, uh, she says. She was. She knew exactly what she was doing. The Kardashians, meanwhile, have uh, severed business ties with Jordan, and her uh, BFF Kylie kicked her to the curb as well. So when you say business ties, what do you mean? Well, you uh, know, they did. were in business together. She um, wow. 
she did makeup. She did makeup. She did makeup. She did yeah. Oh. She did stuff with, with Kylie. Uh, Kylie. Yeah, with what? her. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. big as Kylie's line is. Yeah. Ky- yeah. Kylie is a billionaire. Your BFF no, seriously, is a man. billionaire, uh-huh. dude. That girl is rocking it, man. Yeah, Sweetheart she did stuff of a with person, Chloe, too, too, with Chloe's line yes, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good American. Good American. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she done messed her money up. Yes, friendship and money up. Yeah. You got to be kidding. Yeah. But she's yeah, a but young she's girl. Young. She's just 21, you know? Yeah, it's tough, man. Yeah, it's she's tough. just 21. Man, hey, man, let me tell you something. They just make, mistakes, make mistakes, man. That's it, Steve. Yeah, who hasn't mistakes. at that Help. age? Let, let me tell you, I'm 62 and still making it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. how you learn. That's how you grow. I think she's learned a valuable lesson. Yeah. I appreciate the fact that she's owning up to it. Right. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it's, it's tough, man, when you have to learn these lessons. And these lessons are more vicious, man, because of right. social media. And you're and you're in the public eye. You're absolutely yeah, man. You're right. not even free yeah. to make young people mistakes anymore and grow from it. You got to get beat up, ate up, and chewed up and spit out for your mistakes. That's it's right. really great. It's yeah. bad the way they do young people. Yeah, she says she feels better about her future now. I guess since she let it all out. And, um, you know, we wish her the best, you know. Sorry that happened, and I hope they can mend it and and make it better. I do. Well, coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, North Korea talks end uh, (laughs) with no deal. What? No No deal. (laughs) We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, in case you missed it, guys, talks between President Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un Wrapped up earlier than expected, and there's no deal in place. Yep, time to come on home, deal with this Cohen stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, get on back. I know you tried to time it. Thought you was going to come back with a denuclearization deal. Right, I right, wish you right. had her. Yeah. But uh, you got to come on back. Yeah. Fiddler's playing. Yeah, Kim Jong-un wanted some of the sanctions and all that lifted. But it uh, didn't happen. Uh, he insisted that those economic sanctions be lifted before North Korea would commit to reducing its nuclear arsenal. Oh, no, 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 partner. That ain't how the game works now. President Donald No, no, you reduce it, uh-huh. you know. But then... It's not a country that can survive and thrive. They can't thrive without importing. They're a country that has to have stuff imported. Well, no deal. Okay, no deal. Yeah, Now, you know, because it's foreign policy, of course, we don't know anything. We can't vote. We're not privy to any of that information, so we don't know. But, you you know, know, he went over there to try to strike a deal deal. while Cohen was on the stand. Well, the timing was suspect. Yeah. Well, I mean, he knew that. Yeah. You know, that's why he went over there and did it at that time, because Cohen was going to be talking. And if he could have struck a denuclearization deal, it would have overshadowed the bad press. Absolutely. But you you know, Steve, he held that press conference in the wee hours of the morning and because, you know, the time difference. And um, one of the questions a reporter asked him over there was, um, did he see the Cohen um, testimony and everything? And he said, yeah, all lies, 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 except when he said there was no collusion with Russia. (laughs) But everything else was a lie. Right. Everything was a lie. But that one thing, that come one on. Line, that wasn't you and Yes. Come on. Man, if you look at the turnover in the White House since he's become president, mm-hmm. it's astronomical. Nobody has turnover like that. And the turnover ain't just losing jobs. We talking about, we, t- we got to get some people in here because everybody else is going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's not even turnover. Dog. <laughs> 
This is turn over. This is turn yourself in. Yeah. <laughs> this is just a loss. Yeah. This is what Steve? I love that. This ain't turnover. This is turn yourself in. Yes. It's more deals getting cut with the court than they cutting for America. Yeah. Remember yeah. he we said we're gonna cut deals. We're gonna cut so many deals. It's gonna be so huge. He didn't say please. It's gonna be tremendous. <laughs> We didn't know he was talking about the plea deal. <laughs> the wall needs to be built in front of the White House so they can't come in and get their ass. Yeah. That's what you need to build. Yeah. <laughs> Cohen said he lost yeah. everything trying to protect the president. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What'd you say, Jay? Build a wall? You with? need to build a wall around the White House so the FBI won't come in there and get their ass. <laughs> 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 That's the wall. Well, all right. No, Kim Jong-un was mad. Yeah, bro. coming up at 34 yeah. after the hour, guys, we'll talk about Medea. Medea is retiring, by the way, you can check out Medea's family funeral. It's in theaters right now. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Baby, life is too short. This funeral that I've been planning for you, girl, Medea, has me realizing that each and every day is important. So don't you forget it, okay? A little advice for the wiser. Party like it's your last day on this earth. Check out my new movie, Medea Family Funeral. It's not planned. I love it. I love it. I can't, I'm going to go today, right after work. Yeah, yeah. Some word. yeah. It's in theaters right now. You make sure you check it out. Medea's family funeral. He brings I love, them I out. He brings them out to the plays and the movies, man. Yeah. yeah really I, no, man, that dude right there, seriously, man, when history's told, Tyler Perry will go down as one of the great entertainers, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, no one has done plays and movies. Nope, that I no, know of. Man, no. Plays and movies? I've I've never seen, not in my lifetime, I don't recall. Well, well anyway, yeah. not at that level. There's a lot of people that do plays and movies, but not the way this dude has done yeah. it. And this yeah. movie looks so hilarious. It yes, looks it so does. funny. Oh, crazy. But he's you know playing what I all love these about... characters, too, Tyler. Yeah. What, you what know do you what I love? love about Medea's movies? Medea, she always had a positive message, especially mm-hmm. for women yep. in the movie. Uh-huh. You know, she always talked to the women characters and know about empowering them, empowering them and, mm-hmm. and self-esteem, self-esteem and self-confidence mm-hmm. and don't settle and don't take mess from men. Yeah. That's what I loved about Medea. You left from those movies in the plays feeling inspired. Yeah. By, yeah. That's yeah. what the character and, speaks about, and that's smart of, ta- of Tyler to do that, too. Right. Absolutely right. And yeah. qu- quite frankly, I'm yeah. going to miss Medea. I, I really am. Yeah. yeah she, she brought a lot of joy. A lot of joy. She reminds me a lot of my grandma. Is, is he killing off the yes. character? Yeah. <laughs> she's retiring. <laughs> Medea dies? Is that I'm what you're asking. saying? I don't know. She's just <laughs> retiring, no, Jay. she's just retiring. The funeral ain't hers. He should know that. He didn't want to go to the movies on the show. <laughs> well, we're going today. Doing. We're going today. Oh, yes. But, we're going today. Right. you know, the thing about Tyler, man, uh-huh. that I've always had to sit and admire because he has reinvented the way business has, has been done. I mean, he struck some deals, man, that's like unheard of. They, they've got to think an awful lot of your talent. And you've got to have a track record. He has not made a movie that didn't make money. He ain't had a play that didn't make money. Or a television show. Dog, right. he ain't right. done nothing. None of he his ideas the way lost you shoot money. sitcoms instead of taking a whole week to shoot them. Tyler was shooting three a week. That was unheard of. Nobody Dog, thought you could un- do that. And they said it couldn't be done. Be done, And right. he was doing it. Mm. Look how fast he Because he gave the people mm. leeway. He hired people who understood the character he gave him leeway 
and gave him away to improv. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that damn Mr. Brown didn't disappoint. Oh, my God, David, <laughs> man. <laughs> that fool came in there just as ignorant as he was. Cassie <laughs> Davis. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tamala love man. characters. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. Uncle Peace. Joe. Yeah. Uncle Joe. And the movie has a new character, too. Yeah, the guy yeah. in the uh, hover yeah, round. Yeah, the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just stinging everybody going in. Balled up top with the long Jerry curl. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's who I saw. Look like somebody we all know or have seen. (laughs) And the way he was dancing in that chair, man. Oh, it was good. Okay. Well, listen, uh, coming up next, it is uh, Junior in for the nephew with today's prank phone call. Come on, Junior. Give me a (laughs) look. Come on, boy. What? You the greatest. Huh? I ain't never seen nothing like Come you. Come on. Boy, how how good are you? What? Greatest? Ever. All time. Say it. What? <laughs> All right. Hey. Junior and the prank phone call coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. I got a good one for you today. The subject is not my business, but I want to tell it. Right mm. now, yeah, mm-hmm. not my business, but I, I want to tell right. it. That's a contradictory old oh, yeah. statement. Yeah. But been there though, right? <laughs> I think everyone has. <laughs> right now, it's Junior in for the nephew with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Junior? You know, Shirley. You uh-huh. know, when I'm pranking. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's times I just too much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I start these pranks, you know, this thing just hit me, and I came up with this today. Uh huh. Today's prank is. What is it? Cake lady. See, I got that by thinking of cake, and I was looking at a lady. Wow. Cake oh. lady. Wow. Right. Even deep. You That's really deep, Junior. Wow. Cake. This is Barbara. Uh, yeah, I need to ask you, what, what kind of cakes do y'all make at this place? Well, sir, we make all occasion cakes. Birthday cakes, anniversary cakes, wedding cakes, pretty much whatever you need. What you looking for? Do y'all be making adult cakes? Yes, sir. We a few adult cakes, you know, um, Bachelorette parties and, uh, you know, wedding. What exactly are you looking for, sir? No, no, no. The problem is, is this right here. I ordered a cake from you all on Saturday. Uh-huh. It was supposed to be delivered to my daughter's school on Tuesday. And, you know, she in junior high school, 13 years old. The cake was supposed to have Hannah Montana on it, and it was supposed to say, Happy birthday, Now, the cake get delivered over there today, and I can't for the life of me believe that this has happened. We in her classroom, all the classmates is in there, some teachers in there, the principal then came down. We finna have cake and ice cream for the kids, but when they open up the cake, it's a man's private part on the cake. What? Oh, no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No. We have never made a mistake like that. Y'all made that mistake. Y'all made that mistake. I've been calling this place all day. Y'all done made this mistake and somebody gonna pay for this i got we 13 year, i got 13 no, 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 year old kids sir. no you're gonna have to lower it down now okay because we can't get nothing settled if you yelling and i can't hear you okay i need to now, lower it down you should have lowered that private part off that cake that's sir, what you should have sir what is your name my name is trevor and now where was the cake supposed to be going middle school middle school now where was it delivered sir i just don't see that's this it right there you can't remember that's how y'all made the Mistake. Sir, please just answer the question so we can get this settled, sir. No, what, who, is the owner there? Excuse me, I am the owner. My name is Barbara Now, if you give me the information, I'll try to make this thing right because it couldn't have been my company. Are you absolutely sure, sir? 
I'm positive. Y'all is the ones that delivered the Listen, I got all these 13-year-old kids and they're traumatized and the teachers and the principals are looking at me crazy. Because y'all didn't deliver the wrong damn thing. Sir, but I need you to calm down just for a minute. Let me ask you this. Wait, wait, wait. You want me to calm down? You should have took that private part down off the cake. I can understand. I can understand, but I don't think it was my company, okay, because we've never made a mistake like that. Now, we're very careful with that kind of stuff. Now, sir, hold on one minute. Come here. Do you know anything about a cake delivery, a Hannah Montana cake, going to middle school today? Uh-huh. Yeah, did y'all make any deliveries? Okay, thanks. Sir, I just talked to my driver, and he's been with me about eight years, sir, and we've never had a problem like this. He's never delivered a cake over there, sir. Are you sure it was my company? This damn show this place, lady. It's this place. Your driver lying. Uh, you, know, you know, mistakes can be made, but... I cannot you can't make no mistake like that when you got a man's private part in a in front of a bunch of thirteen year old kids at a junior school. I can understand. School. I would be upset too. I have children too, so I can understand what you're trying to say. But sir, what I'm trying to tell you is this is not my company. You're talking about. We wouldn't have done anything like that. I've been in business for thirteen years. What is your name? My name is Barbara. Okay, so you're the one behind all of this on this. Cake was supposed to be Hannah Montana and wind up being a man's private part on the cake. Sir, come on, uh, stop and think about this. You know, you think we about not deliver a cake to, to a about... high school, an adult cake to a school. Now, I, I understand you upset. Listen, I really lady, do you understand what has happened at my daughter's school? I, and I apologize for it, sir, but I don't believe that you ordered the cake from my company. Okay? As a matter of fact, we make cakes on Friday, sir. Wasn't no cake delivered today, sir? It's a Tuesday. Hey, what the hell? That means it's a Tuesday. Ain't nobody eating cake on Tuesday? Sir, I have told you that that couldn't have happened here at my company. Okay. Okay, okay. let now, me I tell don't you. Know. Okay. I mean, I'll be happy to make a cake for you, sir, and to send it to your daughter. But, sir, it wasn't my company. That I don't want no more cakes. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you what I'm finna to do, lady. I'm finna call my lawyer. I'm finna get with the police. And I'm coming over there to shut that down. You won't sell a cupcake when I get through with your Oh, sir, you know what? Now, you done gone too far. Let me tell you something. This is my business that I done worked for 13 years to build. You ain't finna come up in here and do a I'm finna shut that down. You come up I'm here and find more down. icing up your Your mammy won't even know who you are. You need to get off my phone with this That's some ignorant in the first place, sir. How dare you call me with that And what the is your name? I already told you my name is Trevor. What that... Trevor? Bring your up here and I got something for you. Bring your and the police. Do you think I'm gonna let some little like you come jeopardize my business? I've been in business too long. I know what the I'm doing. Now I don't know who the you call, but it will show not my company. Do you understand me? I understand everything you're saying, and I understand when I get over there, I'm gonna shut it down. Me and the police. You won't come out here and get your Step down, and you gonna have a daughter crying over your. Now I done told you what my company. Now get off my phone. Do you hear me? I got one more thing I need you to say to you, lady. It's thing to tell me talking about shutting down my company. Yes, I, I got one more thing. I, is you listening to me? I ain't listening. What you got to say to me? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. That. Oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 o
tell me I'm not on the radio? No. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You ain't on the radio now, but you're going to be on there in the morning. Oh, Lord, no, no. My preacher, everybody else going to be on it. Oh, my God. I'm going to kill that <laughs> I'm going to kill it. I'm going to get me a cake and go to her job and f*** up. <laughs> Lord, oh, Lord. Y'all going to get somebody f***ed up playing like that, you know? Oh. She going to have to look out every day. She ain't going to never where it's coming from. I'm going to be like the thief in the night on her Miss <laughs> <laughs> hey, Barbara, I got to ask you one more thing. What is, what is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> there it is, cake lady, huh? <laughs> what? How'd you think of that? What? See, 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 shirt. I was sitting there uh-huh. thinking about some cake. Ooh, what kind of cake? Huh? It was, it was, it was probably like, like a, like a pineapple upside Boy, down. Boy, I'm just cake. sitting here learning. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. just learning. But then I was looking at a lady, and I said, I'll be damned. <laughs> I'm going to have to do there a prank is. called Cake Lady. <laughs> there it is. Top Grace ever did it. Come on. I don't hear y'all. Uh, I ain't I'm, getting I'm it. I want your team time. You the greatest. What? Nailed of it. all. All time. Yeah. Come on. Of all time. Come on now. Shirley, Carla, where y'all at? Hey, right here, hey, baby. You Mr. Get King of Pranks, Junior. all this over here. I was lost in the deepness of it all, yeah. Junior. Yeah, I yeah. just was thinking about an upside down cake. But <laughs> looking at this lady, mm-hmm. I said, I'll be damned. See, I want a slice of cake. I want some pie. Lemon pie. Lemon pie. Boy, I brought that home right there. Yeah, you did, man. Boy, I brought that home. Team Tommy right on board. You right on time, boy. Steve likes German chocolate cake. Yeah, but this ain't by Steve. It's by Tommy. Boy, it can't be. How the hell could this be about me? It's too deep for you. Steve said it can't be. I can't believe I said that because it was right on time. Too yeah. deep for a shallow mind. I'm tell, I, I wait. I scared myself, Carl. Ooh, All right, thank cake, you. Though, <laughs> I know. I want some lemon pound cake, right? All right, thank you, Junior M for Tommy. Up next, it is today's Strawberry Letter subject. It's not my business, whew, but I want to tell it. Oh, I want to tell it. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for today's Strawberry Letter, guys. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, please, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one. And, whoo, Lord, this one is crazy. Well, let's get to it. It's time for the Strawberry Letter with my friend, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, Junior. Tommy is out today. Uh, a subject uh, is not my business, but I want to tell it. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm writing this letter as a concerned third party. I have two friends that have been married for over 15 years, and I thought they had a perfect marriage until recently... The husband is a wonderful, handsome man that cleaned up his image and left the street life behind to marry my friend and help raise her five children by a few different men. He worked multiple jobs to keep his family stable, and I really admire him for that. So I was devastated when his wife told me that she was unhappy in the marriage and had been having an affair. I noticed she was not wearing her ring anymore, but I didn't think anything of it. She told me that she's frustrated because sex with her husband is boring now and he doesn't satisfy her like he used to. She told me that for the past three months she's been having sex with one of her co-workers and that it is the best sex she has had 
in a long time. She said her co-worker knows she's married and he is willing to see her on her terms and have sex wherever she wants to. But here's where it gets really bad. My friend just confided in me that her lover has given her an STI. That is a sexually transmitted infection and she may have passed it to her husband when she got drunk and ended up having sex with him recently. She said she's not going to tell her husband, uh, but wait to see if he says something about it to her first. Hmm, I think he needs to know and deserves better. I love both of them, so I am ready to tell him what's going on before his wife gives him a more serious disease. It's not my business, but what she's doing is risky. What should I do? Please advise. Mm. Woo, dear concerned third party. I know, I, I know you're you're very concerned. They're both your friends. You love them both. Uh, this guy married your friend. His wife is your friend. But listen, you have to stay out of their marriage. You absolutely have to. This is too much. And like you said it best in the letter, it is none of your business. This guy seems to be a good guy. Um, you said he cleaned up his image, left the street life behind. Uh, he helped her raise her, your friend helped her raise her five kids uh, by a few different men. He's worked several jobs. So it sounds like he's a good man. She, on the other hand, it sounds like she's just out here wiling. Um, <laughs> she's not wearing a ring anymore. Uh, she, she told you she's frustrated because sex with her husband is boring. So she picked up with a co-worker, and it's the best sex she's had in a long time. So obviously, they're not using protection because she does have a sexually transmitted infection. Thank God she didn't get pregnant again by him. Uh, she has passed this uh, STI onto her husband when she got drunk, Man, she's doing way too much, way too much in this letter. And she's not going to tell her husband. She's going to wait to see if he says anything first. Um, what is going on here? I mean, yeah, you think he needs to know. Of course he needs to know. Of course he deserves better. But you can't, you can't do anything about this. Yeah, she may pass on a more serious disease. But you're right. It is none of your business, and you have to sit by and say nothing because this is their marriage, and it is none of your business. What should you do? Stay out of it at all costs. You know, if anything, you can try and help your girlfriend, uh, you know, see the error of her ways, and maybe she'll stop having an affair or, or something, but you can't say a thing, really. Steve? All right, so I've just learned that the difference between STD and STI is the new term is STI for sexually transmitted infection because they don't want to confuse with sexually transmitted diseases because an infection can be treatable, a disease may not. I guess that's my understanding of it. And a disease can be life-threatening yeah. and a, an infection, right. Okay, yeah. it's not Infection can too, though, if you don't treat it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to treat way, you definitely. Either way, she done bought something home. Ooh. <laughs> that's, that's uh, now, this raggedy woman right here. Yeah, she's a mess. Uh, she pretty trifling, man. Um, you know, this guy took his street life. He done married this woman, raised her five kids by a few different men. I, I always commend men who do that. Mm -hmm. He worked multiple jobs to keep the family stable, and I admire him for that. So she got devastated when her friend came in and told her, that she was having an affair with somebody. 
because they sex with her husband is boring, and now he don't satisfy like he used to. You know, uh, let me address this right here. Because there's always some woman talking about some man don't satisfy her like she used to. Like he used to. Always? I mean, in these letters, from the most time, the most of these letters, it's a man that don't satisfy a woman no more. That's what I found when we had these sexually dissatisfied letters. Well, get on your job, Why are you trying to stop me? No, we ain't finna get on the job. I'm finna straighten you. I'm finna tell the truth here. All right? Because the letter ain't worth addressing. We'll deal with that in a minute. Mm -hmm. But can I tell y'all something? Yes. Come on, Steve. Maybe this lack of pleasing you anymore is because you ain't the only one that's bored. You, ju- you ain't been doing nothing. Pop team. You stopped doing monkey flips after we had the kids. Now you want me in here to still be Tarzan. Cheetah been left the building. Excuse me? Cheetah been <laughs> left the building. But you want me to be Tarzan. I got to come in here swinging off vines and stuff. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there. Okay. Now back to the letter. With 30 seconds left. Mm-hmm. You have a part two coming up, though. This is a disaster here. Yes, it is. Listen. You done came home and got an STI Ugh. with your trifling self. You done had drunk, had, you had to get drunk, have sex with your husband. That's because you down the street, you're clowning at your job. Mm-mm. All right, Steve, hang on to that thought, okay? <laughs> we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. Uh, subject of today's letter is not my business, but I want to tell it. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. It's not my business, but I want to tell it. The subject, subject. says it all. Just like Shirley said, it ain't your damn business. But you want to tell it. Because you often these people married. Now, you know both of them, you friends, when dude used to be in the streets, got himself together, cleaned up a street life. Married this woman who had five kids by several different men, taking care of them, got separate jobs. Then I thought they had a perfect marriage. Then one day she confided in you that she ain't having sex like she wants to, so she didn't start sleeping with this dude down at the job, and it's the best sex she didn't had in a long time. And now you feel bad because she cheating on the dude. Then she come and tell you she didn't got a sexually transmitted infection, and she may have given it to her husband because she got drunk one night and had sex with him. She said she's not going to tell her. Here to get crazy. I'm not going to tell my husband, mm. but wait to see if he say something about it. What? That's just nasty. Right, I know. Can I ask you what you gave him? <laughs> he didn't can, say can in I the letter. Ask you, you can what, ask. What you gave him mm. that he finna find out. No, he going to ask. Surprise. And he ain't going to have to ask. Wow. Now, uh, let me tell you something. If you've given him something devastating that there is no cure for, then what do you mean you're going to wait till he mentioned it? Because now you change the parameters of this man's life. Because not only is he going to get rid of you after he find out you done gave him this sexually transmitted disease or whatever y'all want to call it now, you done gave him VD. Let's just get real done. You done gave the man VD. <laughs> Now, when he leave you, he got to carry his VD with him. Oh, Steve. No, real. That's such an old term. Yeah, that's old. But do you need to know that? Because the STI threw me. 
STI sounds like a government organization. <laughs> like the FBI? Yeah, STD, you know exactly oh, what the goodness. hell that is. State taxes investigation. Yeah. They what, Junior? I don't give a damn. They, they didn't notify time us. To time. They didn't know, well, they, no. Times are changing, Steve. It never changed from my daddy. Yeah. <laughs> damn VD. Yeah, you see, I see what you're saying. I, I got now the STD, now it's STI. Well, I ain't get the memo. Yeah. Uh-huh. But now you done messed this man up, so you're going to wait till he say something about it. But when he find out you gave it to him, he going to leave your raggedy behind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now he may have to deal with this the rest of his life, depending on what you gave him. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. And I understand the friend's dilemma. I do, but she can't say anything, but I get it. I mean, man, but what you you going to tell him? Now, here's a problem with telling him. Suppose you tell him and the, and the infection didn't transfer. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. You know, I mean, it could happen. You can't say a word. Woo. Suppose you tell him and it didn't transfer. Mm-hmm. Now what you going to do? He was fine. <laughs> so now... And you still, and you still, and you still down the job doing what you want to do. Uh-huh. Ain't nowhere in this letter she talking about breaking up with the man. Yeah, she already got five kids by a few different men. Come on. So she's just out there wilding. She has no oh, protection. Yeah. She'll get pregnant. She could get pregnant. Oh man. He really ain't gonna want you then. Yeah. I'm telling you, the side dude don't want you when you get pregnant. Oh man. No. <sighs> the side dude don't want you. When you get pregnant. See, if he been cheating with you, and then you get pregnant, and you married, and you got five kids by several different men, when you get pregnant again, he gonna just say it ain't his. Yeah. That's the first thing he gonna say. Yeah. You married, you ain't cat it to your husband. That ain't my baby. And then she'll lie. Because all I did, you ain't, you ain't pregnant by me. All I did was give you STI. Yeah, and she'll lie and tell the, her husband that the baby is his. Right. Mm-hmm. Then the baby come out, don't look nothing like him. Yeah, this is craziness right here. Hey, baby, let me ask you something. Why, why the baby so? Why the baby so light? <laughs> I mean, both us dogs. What's, what's, what's happening? You know, he reached back. He reached back where? Oh, all yes, my people say, dog, that's what they say. All your people uh-huh. dog. Every, every baby is where? different. Every yeah. baby is different. Uh-huh. Yeah, all your people dog, all my people dog. Mm-hmm. Remember my granddaddy on my mother's side. He was dog too. <laughs> we but dog his mama people. mama wasn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The reach back yeah. baby. Yeah. Yeah. He reached back. Well, no slave owners on either side. Well, what's happening? <laughs> this is crazy. This really is. Too much. Yeah. No, man. That's that's like, she trifling. But yeah. you got, like Shirley said it best, you have to stay out of it. You have it, to. It, because you don't know. If you tell the man he got a disease and come to find out he don't, then they can't even repair this little raggedy marriage. And tell your friend to stop telling you her business. She don't want to know anything. No, she need, no, no, she need help. Somebody need to talk to her. Because you're going to mess around ruin these kids' lives. Yeah. They got a daddy finally. Somebody that stuck around and Man. doing the job. A nice guy working all these working jobs. Working two, three jobs. Yeah. That's Keeping the family part. stable. Oh, she she wants that sex, though. She doesn't, it's got to be popping for her. Well, he working two, three jobs, sure. Yeah, I know.
All right, guys, you can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's <laughs> strawberry lettuce. <laughs> so ignorant. Steve Harvey FM. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, North Carolina Republican Mark Meadows. Well, he says he's not a racist. And then Virginia governor's wife. My black woman, I got uh, no, <laughs> Come in here. <laughs> That's a, he may as well have done it like that. And then uh, the governor of Virginia, his wife, is being criticized for uh, her racially insensitive act. We'll talk about that when we come right back. The governor of Virginia? Yeah. The yeah, one that's already of, in trouble? Yeah, North Yes. Not his wife. He in blackface. She... What the hell? Oh, it's been a horrible God. Black History Month. It really it's has. It's been the worst Black History Month ever. <laughs> it's March man. now. We're still going. Yeah. We got to do something to redeem ourselves. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. While Republican Mark Meadows is still facing backlash over his exchange with Democratic Congresswoman uh, Rashida Tlaib, uh, so Michael Cohen opened his public hearing testimony alleging that President Trump is a con man and a racist, among other things. And at one point in that morning session, Republican Mark Meadows of North Carolina presented a Trump administration employee named Lynn Patton as evidence to the contrary, saying that he uh, Trump wasn't a racist. Uh, Ms. Patton is an African-American woman who was Trump. Uh, she was a Trump family party planner. And she now works in the Department of Housing and Urban Development. She did not speak, but apparently she does support President Trump. Democratic Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib and Republican Congressman Mark Meadows clashed over her characterization of his introduction. Take a listen. The fact that someone would actually use a prop, a black woman, in this chamber, in this committee, is alone racist in itself. Donald Trump is setting Mr. Precedent. Chairman, I ask that our words Donald be Trump taken is down. President, I reclaim my time. Mr. Donald Chairman, Trump is setting a precedent. Mr. Chairman, that the highest office can be Mr. Chairman, the rules are clear. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So after that exchange, Representative uh, Meadows kept insisting that he is not a racist, but now videos have surfaced of him way back in 2012 saying uh, to send President Obama back to Kenya. Take a listen to this. 2012 is the time that we're going to send Mr. Obama home to Kenya or wherever it is. We're going to do it. Okay, so you're not a racist. So, yeah. <laughs> so... What is going on here? Exactly, because you didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't this the same one with the black face? Yeah. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Yeah. Okay. This yeah. is North Carolina. This is from the Cohen public testimony. Yeah. This guy I'm, was I'm, trying I'm, to defend you know, Trump by bringing really, a black woman to the Senate. Yeah. To the hearing. I'm, I'm not surprised. I You're w- not surprised anymore, huh, Steve? No, yeah. yeah. But we have to stay surprised, though. We. Because we do, we can't just be make this seem normal, you know. Be desensitized to it all. We can't because it's exhausting. Yeah, because it's craziness, yeah, it's draining. You know, yeah, yeah it really but is. You know what? Mm-hmm. As long as there are black people on the face of this earth and white people, they're gonna always have that attitude towards us. It's never going Some, to yeah. change. Mm-hmm. It's never yeah. going to change. It's never going to change. Well, uh, in related news, the wife of embattled Virginia Governor Ralph Northam uh, is uh, facing her own round of criticism. This is what you were asking about earlier, uh, Junior. This is the wife of that governor you were asking about. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, anyway, she 
she did a lot of she did what many think is um was racially insensitive. Pat Northam is her name. She was leading a group of eighth grade students on a tour of the governor's mansion, and she reportedly handed out cotton to some of the the students, the African American students, yes, and asked, can you imagine being an enslaved person and having to pick this all day? The mother of one of the students says her daughter was upset and deeply offended and doesn't understand why Northam singled out the students and asked such an insensitive question. Northam's office disputes the claim that she singled out black students and says she likes to include the stories of slavery and tours of the mansion and often hands out different artifacts to illustrate that period in Virginia's history. There have been calls for her husband, Ralph Northam, of course, to resign after his old medical school yearbook uh, picture surfaced showing him in blackface. Yeah. Oh. This no, is exhausting. It's, it's a shame. It. Yeah. It's a shame when the baby got more sense than the adult. <laughs> <laughs> what are you passing out cotton for? Yeah. Why is you in here passing out <laughs> cotton, lady? What you try? All the black kids get the cotton. So what you trying to say? Look, man. Jeez. It's, it's so much, man. It's so much. You don't know It's where? just a lot, man. I mean, some days, man, you know, be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, just to be really honest with you, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's so much that you get tired. Yeah, because you know it's like I said the other time. You know, it's not enough that as an African American man or woman or any other minority that you have to wake up and deal with just what life hands you, as does everyone else. But then you add the race element to it, and it's another component that you have to contend with on top of what happens to just us in life. Grieving, loss of job, you know, uh, firings, plant closings, shutdowns, things like that. You know, your kids disappoint you. You're trying to help them. You want to, you're trying to save your money, man. You're trying to pay your bills. Mm-hmm. That's like survive. Just yeah. trying to survive. everybody. Now mm-hmm. on top of all of that, all of that, you know, we got to hear about this. And it's just, man, it just, you be going sometimes like, damn, dog. I'm, I'm, stop. Look, man, yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Why are we still addressing this? Why I still got to hear you make your little racial remarks and do stuff to kids? And I'm, I'm tired trying to figure who to boycott. You know, yeah. you know, I'm bought these damn clothes. I can't wear them. I'm sitting there going, what is this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah with the designers, lines, yeah. And designers. Man, I had on some design the other day, man. I well, I don't even be thinking about this stuff because I'm not that caught up in it. But I just, I like what I like and I buy it. I put it on, man. I was going downstairs. I had to turn around and go back upstairs. Yeah. I ain't even going to say what the hell I had on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to go back upstairs. I went, oh, hell, I forgot. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, really. Because We've all damn, been there dog. Too. Yeah, yeah. You know, I get tired. Now you got to go to your closet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and figure out, you don't spent this money on this stuff. Right. You got and to go to your cheap. closet. No, At it's all. not cheap. Yeah. No. And then you shouldn't have to have to do that. And you go but to your job and work hard so you can right. get some luxury things like this. Man, you know that costs a little bit more yeah. and it's nice. And then you get it. You can't wear it. And now you're sitting up in here. Now you can't say this. You cut this TV on. Somebody said that. They got some kids picking cotton. They got some more kids beating some drum, singing slave cuts. 
You sit up and go, damn, dog. Then you look up and the governor, he's sitting up there, his ass in blackface. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. All right. (laughs) Then this other dude, we're going to send Obama back to Kenya, wherever he's from. All right, listen, coming up at the top of the hour, (laughs) Lady Gaga, uh, we'll talk about her. All right, she's been in the news lately a lot. Uh, We'll talk about that right after this. Do it have anything to do with black people? (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. While the rumors about Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper's chemistry have not stopped, uh, the latest Mm. is a rumor that Bradley Cooper wanted Lady Gaga to fall for him for real to make their on-screen romance uh, from the movie A Star is Born be even more authentic. Lady, what? Yeah, well, I didn't know though. that. It, it really looked is. really I real. All the, yeah. up, all the way up yeah, to the Oscars uh, Sunday night. Lady Gaga responded to all the romance rumors during her appearance on Jimmy Kimmel Live. She gave a big old uh, eye roll, reminding everyone that she and Bradley Cooper are actors and uh, also threw some major shade at social media for spreading the rumors. Uh, take a listen to Gaga. Social media, quite frankly, is the toilet of the internet. Yes, it is. It's just like, I, like, and, and what it has done to pop culture is just like abysmal. And 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 yes, people saw love, and guess what? That's what we wanted you to see. Yes. You know, I mean, this is this is a love song, shallow. Uh, this the movie A Star Is Born. It's a love story. Okay. All right, Lady Gaga. <laughs> she shut Social it down. media yeah. is the toilet <laughs> of the internet. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so there well, you they go. They acting their ass off in that movie. Yeah, man. and they are actors. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I will say this. You can't kiss that hard and not feel nothing. I can't. <laughs> And he shut the room down. Yeah. Uh, I'm just being real with you. <laughs> you can't kiss so that hard. You're saying you can't there was either. something to it. None of us in here, you can't kiss that hard. Two people can't kiss no, that hard yeah. and not feel yeah, and something. that long. Well, Tommy's yeah. an actor. You think Tommy can do it? I mean, anybody kiss no. Tommy. <laughs> anybody, you better talk to him. Who the hell you see kidding me? Who you going to see Tommy close his eyes and mush his lips out towards him? Name me somebody. Being down there to his show. We pick him up and jam they tongue down his little ass throat. Nice. Yeah. Who is he? Junior, you don't think then. Tommy will ever get a dramatic romantic role? Love scene. <laughs> dramatic? Have you seen the movie Fifth Ward? <laughs> <laughs> he was a karate. A karate. What? Do Tommy look like he knew karate to you when you look at him? I ain't seen black folk in the hood fighting around a broken down I'm pinto. Not at all. What you say, Team Tommy? I'm Team Tommy. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Team Tommy? I'm laughing at something else. I ain't laughing. But I'm laughing You're at so what... disloyal. You're the Cohen of Team I'm, I'm laughing at what Steve said. Who's going to bend down here to kiss? <laughs> well, give me somebody. <laughs> wow. So you're saying that it's not, you, you got to feel something with all that, huh, Steve? I know who would. It's just that way, man. Human nature. Or are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. You're on there with an attractive girl. You're on there with an attractive guy. Yeah. Who that Bradley Now he pulling you in and he got his tongue in your mouth. What you supposed to be doing? I'm going to give you my tongue back. Where we at? (laughs) Wow. Kiss somebody in a movie and I'm telling you, I feel something. I did. Were you on screen? No, I was sleeping. You got to be dreaming in a movie. That's what I'm saying. 
Wait, what? Felt like a movie, though. What did you I kiss somebody in a movie. I need to wake up because I'm dreaming I'm in a movie. That's what it is. I know my old ass ain't getting no love. I, yeah. If I ever had a shot, it is over. Jay, people uh, love you. If I ever had you. a shot, it'd be my answer. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> listen, guys. Speaking of the internet and social media and everything, uh, Kim Kardashian weighs in on the Momo Challenge. Have you guys heard about the Momo oh, Challenge? This is crazy. Yeah. This is crazy, Steve. Have you heard about this? I never heard of nothing. Okay, it's a YouTube thing where these creepy, scary-looking, creature-looking things pop yes. up in videos and instructs kids to kill themselves and to keep it secret from their parents. Um, yeah, they instruct the kids to go in the kitchen and turn the stove on and, you know, do what things. What is this? It's called the Momo Challenge, and it's a scary-looking, um, it, it's a figure yeah, type with bugs type zombie type big big weird eyes, a, a mouth that yeah, yeah goes from ear to ear. Don't Alien say, type yeah, looking. It looks character. really weird. Shirley, watch mm -hmm. this. Shirley, watch uh, this. What? They're gonna use this and make a movie out of it. Watch. I bet wow. this is what this is about. Ooh, it's scary looking. Yeah. It's it, scary, and then yeah. they'll make a movie out of it, and people will go see it. Yeah, and if it scares me and us as yeah. an adult, you know yeah, it's, it's frightening looking. to kids. Yeah. So, um, yeah, anyway, it instructs the kids to kill themselves and keep it a secret from their parents, Steve. So I'm uh, sorry, man. This is just, you know, the devil is busy, man. Yeah. Man, it's yeah. evil. Yeah. And he on all levels. Yeah. And yeah. that's why it says that our battle is not against flesh and blood. But against the principalities, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and and his parents, and, and and I'm telling you, man, you've really got to watch your children. That's right. That's right. You got to get on point as parents, mm -hmm. man. You do because mm -hmm. they are after our children. Yes, yes, yes. Any kind of way they can get our children, mm -hmm. they after us. Mm -hmm. But you got to get on point because your kids are so impressionable, man. Yeah. And mm -hmm. this cyberbullying is big. And this pops up, man. Get them to go in here and do all this crazy kind yeah. of stuff. Like, you know, man, like just some damn Pokemon challenge or something like that. Yeah. It's crazy. Go in here and don't let your mom and them know what. Yeah. And kill yourself. Kill yourself. Yeah. What? Yeah. It, it, man, what? Are you kidding me? It's horrible. You're, you're so right, Steve. Parents have to monitor what their kids And see, with watch, all of these they do. hack experts we got, why we can't hack this, find out where this comes Yeah. Yeah. Now, Kim Kardashian wants YouTube to remove them. She's posted a plea, but they claim they've seen no evidence that the Momo clips actually exist. She added uh, reposted messages from concerned parents who've also heard about the challenge. YouTube says that while it hasn't received any evidence of the Momo challenge, it would be removed immediately because it violates their policies. How can, listen to me, Kim yeah. Kardashian lives on social media. Yeah, yeah. If she done sent you a letter, yeah, I'm telling you, it's one of the... Biggest stars in social media, man. Yeah. She yeah. is major in that. Mm -hmm. If she comes to you and tells you this, y'all got to get this down, man. Yeah. She's also a mother. I was just wondering, since she yes, has kids, it's her son. Look, yeah. man, yeah. this is a, protect, a protective measure. Mm -hmm. We've seen no signs. Well, your ass ain't looking. Yeah. And, and there, yeah. you know, it start, the videos start off fine, and then, like, in the middle, they might pop up. Okay. You know, or something well, like how that. do you know this, Shirley? Yeah. Tell me that. 
How do I know? Oh, because they showed some of them on, so cool. on TV. Now, if they didn't show them, yeah. how you two don't know they exist? Right, right, right. right. How right. Shirley yeah. find? Yeah. Shirley know. Yeah. I be well, there. <laughs> I saw it kills me when these too. companies yeah, act exactly like they don't know what's out. We right. haven't seen anything. Yeah. That they trying to find out, fix their liability before they start saying we on, we on. Now they saying they don't know. Yeah. They know. Yeah, it's really bad. So, all right, coming up more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here's some good news. Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, you know her, Steve. Uh, she managed to turn her viral cooking fail into a campaign to feed the hungry. In nice. case you missed it, okay. yeah, that's really nice, right? Yeah. Miss Bottoms, Mayor Bottoms, was roasted on Twitter a couple of months ago after sharing a picture of her mac and cheese that didn't look quite so appetizing, let's say. No, it didn't. <laughs> Luckily, though, she can take a joke, and uh, that struggle meal of hers birthed the idea for her to do a more-than-mac campaign. The mayor teamed up with Kroger and raised more than $37,000 for the Atlanta Community Food Bank. Since January 31st, Kroger customers had the choice of rounding up their purchases to the nearest dollar, or they could donate the amount of their, their choosing to the campaign. And thanks to the donations in Mayor Bottoms' campaign, it created 148,000 meals. All, All right? right. So Go she's ahead, yes, Mayor that's really that's really nice. Issues of inequity, such as food insecurity in our communities, must be met with thoughtful action, mm -hmm. and we remain committed to finding innovative ways to assist our most vulnerable residents. That's great. So, yeah, I mean, you know, she's a That's new good, mayor. But you do not eat anybody's macaroni. You just don't. You just don't do it. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what, a rule. That's your heads uh -huh. up. What she's <laughs> actually doing is really, really good. I had her on it's my good. show. I know. Yeah. And we were Steve. doing some macaroni and cheese dishes. Oh, man. Messing mm -hmm. with her. She, she's a great person, though, man. She's really, really yeah. uh, uh, going to be a real, real big, huge asset to Atlanta, uh, to the, to Atlanta mm -hmm. man. She's great really, leader, really huh? sharp, man. Yeah. She oh, was a, she, a nice person on my show, but, uh -huh. man, she's really, really good. And the city of Atlanta loves her, too. Good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. And That's other, we need good leaders. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So you can't say that enough right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and other great Atlanta uh, news. This is good news. Delta Airlines is making moves to support black businesses. The company recently updated their in-flight wine selections, and they partnered with Napa Valley's first and only black-owned winery. Nice. So if you're a passenger on Delta, you can now enjoy glasses of Brown Estates 2017 Sauvignon Blanc or the 2017, uh, uh, what is this, Chaos Theory Red Blend. Red yeah. Blend. So that's good. Delta said yeah. the move is part that's of its great. supplier diversity program, and one of their employees suggested the winery. Uh, partnering with innovative suppliers from certified small minority and women-owned businesses like Brown Estate is fundamental to Delta's strategy to keep climbing year-round. This is according to Heather Ostis, Vice President of Supply Chain Management. So congratulations That's to them. Great. That's great. We can really get some MD2020 up there, man. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. <laughs> Do you uh, even drink that, wine, Jay? Some of that silver satin. What? <laughs> You drink yeah, wine? No, he don't drink wine. Yeah, because you can just have Bud Light, Heineken, some Thunderbird up in there, boy. <laughs> Man, wine. That's a flight. Yes, <laughs> AJ. If you, can, if you just want to do beer, you could just do Bud Light, Heineken, and OE. Well, they 
have that. Yeah, no, old English. They ain't got so no. They don't have no old English. They do have beer on the plane. <laughs> so they just put them together. up in there, baby. The point is, the point We're is. Diversity, black-owned businesses. Okay. Yes. <laughs> we, we support that. We yeah, just make suggestions. That's all. <laughs> Crazy. I want to try it. I'm get get the names of the wines. Send it to me. Are they in stores too? That's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, let me let me try. Mm-hmm. And some port rinds. Why not? I like. Them. <laughs> all right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. Crazy. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, please remind the people about the Santa Soul Festival and the deadline, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Nation, mm-hmm. this is we. This is good. Today is the last day, and I'm reminding you that today is the last day. For the $99 special down payment. Mm -hmm. All you got to do, y'all, is put $99 $99 down on your down payment for your trip. We had such a blast last year in Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic. I've extended the $99 special to midnight tonight. You can put your $99 down to secure your room, secure your all-expense-paid trip, secure your all-inclusive meals, all-inclusive drinks, all-inclusive room service. Woo! Wow, yes. man, the room service. I forgot about that. Everything, baby. Everything. Not with the stick. 700 pools. Yeah. 952 bars. Yes. Uh-huh. Come on. Yeah. Who would want to go uh, there? Free liquor. Yes. All weekend. Free beer. All weekend. Yes. You can't hold that much liquor. Free room We're going to try, though. Yeah. October 10th shot. through the You know 14th. what, man? I didn't see nobody just nobody drunk. Oh, no. No. Oh. Man, it was a great group of people. That it night. really it was. Fun, we man. have some great listeners. We just do. The events. I mean, they good. just yeah. wanted to kick they it and have a so good time. Cool. Yeah. October 10th through the 14th, y'all. That's right. Come on yes. and join us. Ladies, was it a great time? We had so yes. much fun, Steve. We can't stop talking about it. We had a great time. I hope everybody uh, gets in on this $99 special, though. They have until midnight tonight. So they now, need fellas, to let me now. tell you this. Don't mm-hmm. sleep on this special. A Come lot on, of Steve. girls' trips get made on yeah. this trip. Uh-huh. That's girls. right. Mm-hmm. Fellas, yes. gambling, cigars, golf, and girls' trips. That's all I need to tell you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just go where they go. Yeah. You can bring sand to the beach, but if you don't. <laughs> I mean, for real, dog, if that was like, if it was six guy groups mm-hmm. or four mm-hmm. just dudes coming on a trip, we got some place. And the people were nice looking. They were attractive and Man, I saw looking. some pictures. I was going, yeah. I damn near had to catch myself. I just, you ain't out there no more. Yeah. Reel it in, play it. Reel it in. Seriously, hey Steve, you ain't out there no more. What you? What? Hey, hey what you, focus, what you, what focus, heaven, heaven. That's what you're trying to get yeah. to. What the hell yeah. is your neck twisting? You ain't. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd like to give a special shout out to Miss Linda and Miss Carol. Please come back this year. Mm, all right. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, you got specific with your shout yeah. out. Well, they know who they are. Yeah. Ooh, and I like, like to apologize to Miss Inez. This year I'll make it. I'll try to make it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the $99 special has been extended until midnight tonight, Steve. 
you can put your $99 down, like you said, secure your room. Uh, it's an all-expense-paid trip to Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, October 10th through the 14th. We don't want you to miss this trip, people. It's too much fun. Uh, please join us, okay? Go to steveharveysandandsoul.com to reserve your spot right now. All right, so we'll be back with one more break of the day and the week, our last break. Sometimes it makes me kind of sad to say that. But anyway, we'll be back. Don't make me sad. <laughs> Told you it was coming. Hell is here. Let's go. <laughs> right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we go. Last break of the day with the man of the hour, the last four hours to be exact, the one and only Steve Harvey. Step on up to the mic for uh, your closing yeah, remarks. You know what? Uh, I just want to talk to you all about something about other people as well as yourself. I want you to realize something, that you gotta just hang in there, folks. You just gotta hang in there, cause where you are is so very temporary. It matters not where you are, it only matters where you're headed. You're going somewhere. Remember that everything you're going through is God preparing you for what you asked for but you're in the process. You are in the midst of being processed. All of us are. If you are trying to get to the next level, you have to be processed into that next level. You can't just go to the next level. You can't go to the 10th grade without finishing the 9th grade. You can't go to college without being with a high school diploma. You you can't. You you just, you, you gotta go through the process. You know, so what I'm what I'm getting at is this. Don't get down on yourself because you're going through a period in your life. And this period is kind of challenging for you. Like it is right now. There are a lot of people right now going through some challenging moments in their life. And it's getting to be a little bit daunting at times. And you're starting to feel a little bit overwhelmed by it all. Because you're sitting there and you're thinking, man, I done had enough of this, Lord. Where you at? I don't got to learn this lesson no more. If you could just come on, I got it. Fix me, rescue me, deliver me. Give me the blessing that I've been praying for. You keep asking and then you start to get a little defeated cause it ain't happening in your time. That happens to you. Well, it happens to other people too. And you gotta be careful how you treat other people because they may not always be in that position for long. Do you know how many people I know who just did me wrong when I was on the way coming up? You have any idea the number of people who were discouraging to me on my way up? They had no idea. You know how many people badmouth me, badmouth you on your way up? They don't have any idea who you really are. Do you know how many people throwing dirt on you, thinking they bringing you harm? They don't even realize what they're doing. They don't know. Because you know what they're doing? They're judging you. They're judging you based on a season. They're judging you based on a period that you're in now. You got to be careful when you're judging people because of a period they're going through. Because that period is just a season. This down moment that you having, it's just a season. And just like the seasons change, this too shall change. 
Just like seasons pass, this too shall pass. Somebody sent me something one day that said, never judge somebody based on a season. And I started thinking about it, and they went on, so I kept reading what they said, and they were just talking about it, man. It was so true. They said one season, David was a shepherd, but the next season, he was a king. But you know how they played David on the way up? Oh, they wouldn't they they wouldn't volunteer David for nothing. They wouldn't suggest David for nothing. He was just a little shepherd boy. David can't be the one to go down there and get that giant. We ain't even gonna bring David up. David went from a shepherd to a king. One season, Ruth was working in the field. The next season, she was owning the same field. It's just what a guy sent me. It's just biblical. Uh, you know, stories that's out there that, that really, if you're a person of faith, it matters to you. If you're not a person of faith, this is not for you. But it's okay. I, I didn't know you was listening. One season, Mordecai was sitting outside the king's palace. The next season, he was inside the palace. We serve a God that turns things around. And he is the God of unmerited favor. We are all privy to his unmerited favor. Because he passes it out to no particular person. We have all been privy to this unmerited favor. You know how many of us can tell you something that happened to us that we just can't explain? That was favor. You know, when it looked like the verdict was going one way and it turned around and went another way, that was favor. When it looked like you wasn't going to make it, but here you are now, that was favor. When they wrote you off and said you was never going to be nothing, but you turned out to be something anyhow, that was favor. When they laughed at you with your decision and now they looking at you at that same decision they laughed at and they shaking their head, that was favor. When they tried to destroy you, when your enemies came for you, and they couldn't do nothing with you all about it, that was faith. God's unmerited faith. We're tripping about the season you're in. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 